The information provided on this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical or therapeutic advice. All right, welcome to the Long COVID Podcast. My name is Megan Warner, and I have with me Noel Sosa. Yep, co-host and producer of the program of this Long COVID Podcast, and it has been a long road to get to this point. <laughs> and a long road ahead. Yes. Maybe you could call it a long haul. <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> Facts. This is the first episode, First Things First. First thing is first. Yes. Uh, It's an honor to be here. I know how important this is to you. I know how important this is to so many. Uh, And that's why I'm glad that this is happening because I think there are so many people who are dealing with something that, for one, they never expected, that no one really knows too much about. And uh, has changed a lot of lives. So congratulations on on creating this platform to speak to those people. Well, thank you. And, uh, I, you know, for a minute I thought you were going to say, and congratulations on surviving to get well, to this point. I mean, it's true. <laughs> Which it, is also true. Very valid. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it has been two and a half years. I am a long hauler, um, long COVID survivor and... Um, you know, it's not over by any means. So, uh, with my history, um, I used to love speaking at conferences and sharing information. And, um, I finally got to the point, you know, to where it's like, okay, I can talk into a mic for a few minutes and share what I know, both as, um, somebody with this condition, but also, you know, with people sharing this with people who don't have it to give them information as well. Which is equally important. Listen, yes. uh, and I've had a chance to get to know you uh, over the years, and I've seen your journey uh, dealing uh, with this uh, long COVID. Um, and I know how dramatically it has changed your life. And, you know, speaking to all those who are dealing with it, right, you hit on such a great point because it not only is it relevant to those who are dealing with it personally, but also their loved ones, their family members, their mm-hmm. friends. This is one of those invisible illnesses mm-hmm. that is so hard to wrap your mind around and understand if you're not going through it or know someone is going through it. So much to talk about. So much. Um, and one thing before we jump in, I do want to make clear to our listeners that our podcasts are going to be about 15, maybe 20 minutes long per episode. Um, and that's because that's my threshold before my brain starts to really go into a fog and I don't remember what I'm talking about. (laughs) But that's also, you know, from what I've noticed too, that's generally a good threshold for people listening, you know, is, hey, can I have some quick information, 15, 20 minutes, you know, on the commute to work or, you know, to share with my doctor or to, you know. And, 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 you know, that's saying something. And I think that goes to where I, I wanted to ask you, because this is an intro episode, people have got mm-hmm. to get to know you and why you're doing this. But I think giving a point of reference, letting us know who you are and what life was like before, <laughs> so we can understand how drastically different things are now. Yes. And, and again, you're talking about you've got a 15 minute threshold. I've seen you do some amazing things that took a lot of endurance to be sharp, to be on point, to give those presentations, to have those meetings, to do those networking uh, events, to host events, to create the companies. But things are very different now because of this. Very, very. And Can we talk about yeah, that? Like yeah, who you we, are, your background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can cover that real quick. 
also, I am the demographic who has long COVID, right? So uh, me telling you real quick about what I used to do is very, very similar uh, from my experience, you know, talking to other people with long COVID. I'm in my 30s, getting into late 30s, you know, I was in the prime of my career, two kids, two companies, you know, just making life happen. And I was so, so happy, you know, like a lot of people, you know, who don't understand this, there's, oh, you're just depressed or, oh, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, like my life was great. (laughs) Life was amazing. I had, you know, like I said, I've got two beautiful kids. I was running around with them all the time, you know, getting out, biking, hiking, and, and I did a, you know, I completed a duathlon a month before I got sick. Placed, and, third and place. Placed, yeah, in my age group, which is great because I did virtually zero training for it. Um, <laughs> I felt like it was so very athletic, right? I mean, yeah, I worked out, I ran, like I said, you know, I biked, I swam, like I really was enjoying life. Right. And, and where I was at. And, and like I said, too, just with work, um, I was a psychotherapist, had my own company. Um, I had a specialization in therapeutic humor, which I think I was like the second person in the state of Arkansas to have that. Uh, so I was really enjoying being creative in my career with positive psychology and strength psychology and, uh, therapeutic humor and really just transforming how people were being treated, you know, in, in psychotherapy and, and how traumas were being treated. And so, I mean, that was thoroughly enjoyable to me. Um, and I loved speaking about it, you know, at conferences and stuff like that. Um, and then I got involved with another company, uh, where we were building an app, um, for veterans. So, you know, again, that was also like very near and dear to my heart. And I had to literally drop everything, um, when I got sick, but then also a couple, like, what was it? Six weeks in, or maybe two, two months in, I had another stroke scare um, and my doctor really was like, okay, you're done. You know, like you need to apply for disability, you know, move in with somebody and have other people like take care of you because you literally like you're about to die. (laughs) And I was devastated. I remember bawling my eyes out um, and calling a family friend who's a lawyer and saying, I don't know what to do with my life. I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, you know, I was I was definitely prepared for the, you know, work, retire, you know, and even retirement. I talked a lot about like, I still want to work. I, you know, like I, I really was enjoying things. Um, and this really put me out in every way imaginable. Right. I mean, it's I remember, you know, it comes into your life and just never leaves. It has changed so many things for you. Yes. And so that's um, that's also just what long COVID is, just to be point blank about it. Um, you know, I got sick and never got better. So it hit me neurologically really, really hard. My brain is still severely affected in many, many ways. And that affects my entire system. And so everybody kind of has a different variance. When I went to Mayo, they told me I had a more severe case because uh, they look at it in terms of like, you know, do you have this long-lasting fatigue? Do you have long-lasting pain? And then do you have long-lasting, um, like, neuro issues? And for a lot of people with long COVID, they'll have, like, you know, kind of one group or two groups, and I had all three. And, um, you know, and now I think the research says if you have these symptoms for more than 30 days after your infection, your initial infection, you know, that you're considered somebody with long COVID, 
like I said earlier, I've had it for two and a half years now. So it's, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, I just can't imagine, um, how much you've had to recalibrate in your life. Yeah. That would take an hour to explain. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get to pieces of all that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you sure. know, I know this is something that has affected you dramatically. I mean, is that your why just to be able to to share oh, this why story. I'm doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of reasons. I mean, at the at the heart of it, like I said before, I love sharing information. And I feel like I've gotten to the point in my life to where I can start piecing this together for others. And I've heard from dozens and dozens of people in all different areas, you know, hey, <laughs> you need to talk about this. Somebody needs to be talking about this. Um, I actually had a, a friend of mine and my current physical therapist, <laughs> shout out to Angie, you know, both of them were like, hey, we already looked. <laughs> um, there's not a long COVID podcast. You need to be talking about this. And I was like, oh, okay. So I realized I had the resources at my fingertips. I could do this in a way that wouldn't be exhausting or overextending myself. Like I said, I mean, it's 15 minutes and doing it from the comfort of my home. And, you know, um, so why not share this, share my experience, but also help other people out who are trying to explain it to their loved ones and their doctors and everybody. I mean, you mentioned you're in the demo for this, but this is affecting all kinds of people, right? And 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 differently. I think that's one thing that people mm -hmm. have come to learn mm -hmm. about COVID in general, that it's very case by case Absolutely. What, what you're going to end up dealing with. I mean, that's been one of the most, for me, just kind of intriguing things, you know, for lack of a better word, about the whole situation. I've seen how it has done absolutely nothing to some people. Mm -hmm. Some people have lost their lives due to COVID, yeah, like, yeah. are no longer with us. Right. Some people uh, have had to live a very different life, such as yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and there's such a big spectrum of, of what this thing does to you. Right. Uh, but as it pertains to long COVID, that, that also applies? Yeah, yeah. And with long COVID too, I mean, now what we're seeing is a lot of people are losing their lives due to heart failure and due to stroke and due to, um, you know, some of these issues that are, that are just long lasting. Um, and honestly, the suicide rate is really high right now amongst people with long COVID because they themselves don't know what they're dealing with. Right. You know, they go from being fine one day to absolutely not the next and doctors aren't providing information. And what's worse, you know, is you're trying to explain this to your loved ones, your, you know, people in your support circle and they don't understand. And they're like, Hey, you know, you just need to like get some fresh air or like, you know, get over it <laughs> or go yeah. take some antidepressants or, um, you know, it'd be nice if it was that easy. wouldn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. I would have done that already. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tenfold. Um, yeah. <laughs> so in, in an important note too, is that, like I said earlier, a lot of people with long COVID, um, seems to be people in their twenties, thirties, forties who, or lack of a better word, worker bees, you know, sure. like a lot of us were active, active, didn't have pre-existing conditions or secondary conditions. You know, I, I know when COVID first came out, they told people um, who were elderly and people with diabetes and heart conditions and stuff like that, like to, to really watch out and to take all these extra precautions because they were at risk. Um, but what, you know, 
they didn't know was, you know, what was kind of sliding in the back door was long COVID happening to all these healthy young adults. Um, and so that's been kind of the, the ghost of this disease. Right. Because when COVID came out, I heard a lot of that talk like, well, if you're not taking care of yourself, this thing's going to mess you up. Sure. Right. But now, we're, listen, <laughs> you, you competed in a duathlon. You placed, I mean, incredible shape, workout regularly, had a personal trainer, uh, running a business, started a tech, you know, tech company with your partner and, and trying to help veterans and have full docketus, you know, uh, every day working long hours and long you're, hours, you're, but also you're not some, you're not some out of shape couch potato. No, no, right. not at all. Um, in working long hours, but I also it, I had fun, you know, like right. I, I, uh, loved what you did. I loved what I did. And I, I, traveled and you know i think uh, what was it six months before i got sick i took myself on a hiking trip to maine like it took off for five days and i was like well i'm gonna go hike a mountain (laughs) you know so like i was i was doing fun things i wasn't like burned out and you know just i was enjoying everything right yeah Uh, again you know enjoying life in, in a place where you had accomplished a lot and uh this is kind of taking that from you um, because now again, right. I mean, you talk about competing in a duathlon. I mean, I know it's a, a struggle for you to, to do just simple everyday things at time. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we'll kind of jump into some of the symptoms, right? Sure. Um, there's a lot, you know, I think the CDC now recognizes over 200 symptoms, wow. um, as part of long COVID and I'll just kind of start off with my personal you know, what I deal with. So like I said, it hit me neurologically pretty bad. That's how I knew something was wrong um, is I felt so out of it, like supremely out of it. Like I can't even begin to explain the brain fog. And again, let me just preface this. I'm a mom of two kids. I had multiple businesses. I know what tired is. (laughs) I know what difficulty concentrating is. This is not that. Right. And I want to make that clear because a lot of people with long COVID are really struggling to communicate that with their support groups and their loved ones and their doctors. This is not, I'm a little tired or I'm a little out of it. I mean, this is my second day of kind of showing those symptoms. I didn't feel safe driving my kids to the dentist. They had a dentist appointment and I was driving them and I was going, oh my gosh, did I accidentally take like five Benadryl? What happened? Like I was doing this mental checklist of, okay, it's morning, you know, like it was middle of the day or whatever. I checked them out from school and took them to the dentist and I was sitting there and I was just, I was kind of wobbly and I mean, it looked like I probably had, I don't know, drank a case of beer like that. And that's kind of how I felt on the inside. And so I immediately, you know, dropped them off at my mom's. She was home from work that day and uh, took them over there. And then I went and got tested. And that, of course, came back positive. But I was so loopy and out of it. And that has persisted. I mean, that alone, that level of brain fog lasted for, um, and I would say that was like a, a 10 out of 10 brain fog. I mean, that lasted for the first year and a half. That I mean that level of brain fog. Like there was 
there were many times that I would get up in the middle of the night or even just like late at night, I would go to the kitchen to get something to drink. And I had a panic attack because I forgot where I was. Mm. Um, and I had to go through a full round of like dementia testing and all that stuff. So again, this level of brain fog is not, <laughs> I'm a little tired, right? <laughs> you know, or I just need a little extra coffee or maybe some more sleep. I mean, this was like frightening levels of what's wrong with my brain. And you've had doctors tell you that. Yes. That, that you're just deconditioned. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. some rest, stay hydrated, that start was, exercising. That was what I got for the first year. Wow. Um, I went through the rounds, you know, of going to all the, went to the pulmonologist, the cardiologist, you know, all the ologists. And in neuro, that was my first, you know, um, round was like the first neurologist. And everybody, nobody knew what to do. And so they were like, hey, just go home and rest. And after a while, I was like, dude, it's been eight months. It's been nine months. I still can't function. I still can't. And this is just, I'm just talking about the neuro stuff right now. You know, not to mention what we found out later was my blood pressure was crashing on a regular basis. I mean, crashing several times a day and my heart rate was super low, too low. Um, like scary level. Yeah. I had a near-death experience first year in. I had major gastrointestinal issues. So I was getting tested for that, getting colonoscopies. I mean, like literally going through every kind of appointment I could go through without many answers until I went to Mayo, I will say. Shout out to Mayo. Shout out to Mayo. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) If you can, please go to Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) They have three different locations around the U.S. (laughs) I went to the one in Rochester and uh, my doctor was actually, so this is like a little over a year in, And my cardiologist had referred me because nobody knew what to do. And I wound up landing Dr. Hurt, which (laughs) I was kind of like, you know, like a little wary of that. But (laughs) a lot of the other other nurses and uh, techs told me that he was actually the head of the long COVID department and the best, you know, there was. So I was was a little confident after that. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, I know I've seen this affect you. Who is this affecting? How many people? Is this affecting? Millions. 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 That's a lot of people. Um, around the world, millions. Millions in the U.S., millions in the U.K., Germany, Australia, like literally everywhere. Because um, like I said, long COVID was the ghost that came in, the, you know, in the back door that nobody was expecting. So there's people who have been living with this since day one, you know, since January 2020, February, March, you know, those, those early COVID days. Well, listen, again, I just want to applaud you for for stepping up to the plate and giving a voice to the millions of people who are dealing with this. I can't wait to see how this journey unfolds for you, develops for you, and uh, how you use your voice uh, for everybody being affected by this. Not Again, not just directly, but indirectly, too, the, for the families, mm-hmm. for the friends who are struggling to understand this is a real thing. This is changing people's lives. This is... You know, again, something that uh, is is being fought and 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 it needs to be studied and 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 understood so much better than it is currently. So I'm excited for you to be sharing that, and and obviously we're going to deep dive into so many aspects of what this thing is. Yes, yes, I've already got I think the first like 14 episodes, you know, just right off the top of my head. Um, so in the future, we'll cover more specifically on 
ME and CFS and Millions Missing campaign and what POTS is and dysautonomia and just really dive into, like I said, the more specifics, but only, you know, try to keep it at about 15, 20 minutes at a time. And people can reach out to you as well, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, the long COVID podcast at gmail.com. Send in your questions, your remarks, your stories, anything if you want to do to contact, interact with us here at the long COVID podcast. Uh, that's the long COVID podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, listen, congratulations. I know we're, you know, already reaching that threshold time wise. (laughs) So I don't want to push you any further, but listen, congratulations on just getting this thing started. Uh, That's oftentimes the hardest part. And I know this wasn't easy. This wasn't our first time trying this too. Just to be honest, right? Not, not the first or the second. Yeah, and, and, to, and to be real honest, uh, the first time we went to record this episode, I it was several weeks ago, and I was super pumped, and I had everything like outlined and how I used to do my presentations, and I was like, okay, I got this. And it wound up with me in tears at the end of it because, you know, halfway through, even though I had this outline and, and things kind of like organized and, you know, we're only talking for 15, 20 minutes. I remember you asked me, you were like, hey, you know, like what's going on or why, um, why do you feel like you're all over the place and overwhelmed? And, and I instantly just responded. I was like, I don't remember what I talked about two minutes ago, so I don't know where to take this. And that was very real, you know, like yeah. I, I legit didn't remember. And so that's another reason why we have you on. Um, you know, you helped me a lot. Uh, you helped me get through this, um, even though it's a short period, but, uh, thank you. Oh, again, my, my (laughs) pleasure again, to, to be a part of helping amplify your voice, your story, and all those millions of people, family and friends included, man, who are being affected by this. Uh, again, congratulations. You you got, you got one, one done. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, do we end this thing with music too? That's it. Why not? I mean, I feel like we should cue people. Who did, <laughs> who, who did you shout out? Your physical therapist? Is that who you shout out? Angie. Yes, thank you, Angie. Angie. <laughs> and also shout out to my uh, mental health therapist, Lee, who I hear in my head all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's a good guy. He's awesome. <laughs> and, and just for the record, everybody should talk to somebody. Yes, yes. I'm not going to tell you where mine is, though, because... <laughs> He's fine. He's fine. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for hearing this information today. And please share this or one of my other episodes with someone you know who has long COVID or who knows someone with long COVID. Please keep in mind, this is a developing podcast. I'm continuing to learn more every day about my own symptoms, as well as the research that exists at this time.